Welcome to the Awaken Your Potential podcast, a series of conscious discussions on topics of awakening, healing, purification, ascension, and personal transformation. Please do enjoy. Like, uh, my flow into how I messaged you is, um, well, one thing I realized is I kind of go through these natural, like, ebbs and flows and these cycles of when the traditional kind of non-dual teachings and I mean it's always there naturally but like uh, sometimes I just feel more called to like directly I don't know contemplate it or it just it's it's kind of funny to even describe how that works but um, I found myself like listening to some Rupert Spira lately Mm. and uh, and it's also kind of compounded by the fact that obviously where I am and probably where any is if you're in the communities there's all these spiritual people around and they're always talking about these random things that they seem to put a lot of importance on not necessarily random things but you know what i mean like different people give different amounts of importance to different things and um you know you're around people who involve themselves in different realms of work people are talking about how you know they can connect to all these different beings and then people you go to like a land with someone and then they'll talk about like ancestors of that land and essentially all this different type of phenomena and I noticed this like confusion in my mind and these like these kind of rigid edges in my mind of like not knowing how to interpret accurately all of these different perspectives and all these things like because a lot of the time I'm kind of frustrated I'm kind of like yeah that's cool but like I just I don't think that's as important as you and then I start thinking like well, maybe I'm like, maybe I'm really selling myself short. Like maybe there's something like I'm really not getting here. And maybe this is worthy of my time. Or So anyways, um, I say all that to say it brought me just in Rupert Spira. And I was just uh, and for a couple of days there, just authentically having a great little non-dual experience. Um. <laughs> it's always so comforting. <laughs> like so many of those like I remember like so many hours spent like yeah whether like Rupert Spira or like back in the day with like Muji or some shit you know what I mean and you're like oh yeah <laughs> but I can imagine it's different now like obviously like you know after doing Rasa and just like where you're at like yeah it's more of just like this like subtle reminder where you're like oh yeah like of course <laughs> yeah so clear you know sometimes you can really get into experience and and you just it it clouds the sun or whatever right that's the the metaphor they always use and then the clouds go away and you're like oh right none of that really who i am but um there's i guess like a good place to start if we're going to talk about all this stuff is like in your own words or maybe in your own, like, I know like what we're talking about is beyond experience and all that anyway, but in your own experience, what would you define from this point in your life as like this whole topic or concept of the absolute realization or awareness being aware of itself or what is, what is that journey within yourself if you're going to like sit and meditate or or maybe it's just ever present throughout your day at this point what is that like for you or how would you describe that to someone Hmm. yeah that's a that's a juicy one um well i actually had a i I led a meditation the other day for, for the peace room on the wednesday and um I think I was mentioning to it to a couple of days ago where when we were talking about it on telegram and I was like, okay, I did this like really advanced meditation with peace room. And I don't know how many people actually got it, but like, it was just so crystal clear because I, I usually like just teach the only meditation that you generally teach is, you know, sometimes some like cellular breathing or maybe some kind of like KS style, you know, activation or something. But most of the time it's like traditional self inquiry, you know, like moving to the source of being and then, Uh, lately it's been much more about like feeling states you know like igniting like compassion or love or a sense of peace because I look at them as like an eight ball you know like when you shake an eight ball and it's like it's just a ball on the inside so it's just a million faces of the same ball you know 
so like peace joy love like they're all coming from the same place but i kind of just like use that spin off depending on like the frequency of the day or whatever um or whatever i'm feeling but on on wednesday this week when we did the meditation um and it's happened a couple times before but it was so clear it was like okay we think we're because you know much of the journey of self-inquiry is about like awareness you know like we're becoming aware of something we're, we're conscious you know we're we're witnessing thoughts feeling sensations all the movement of phenomena you know all these experiences coming and going so whatever but in reality when you actually look at it like when you when you actually come to like a like move to that space of awareness there isn't actually any awareness happening because who is who is aware you know what i mean like it's like there's no there's no human action of being aware or witnessing that so-called consciousness or this source is doing. That's not, that's not what's happening. What's, what's happening is there is an, there's a, a seemingly something that seems like an arising that when you actually come to that level of realization, you see that there isn't really even an arising. It's just source revealing itself in, in a new form and, and then endlessly revealing itself in endlessly new form. So, the example I gave was like the ocean, like you have the ocean and then you have a wave. The wave isn't separate from the ocean. So likewise, it's not like there's awareness and then awareness is being aware of something, you know, like a thought or a feeling or a sensation or a chakra or whatever, you know, what, what's happening is just, there's a movement of source and source is already there. Like there's, there's no, there's no object subject, you know, everything is kind of like collapsed. So from that sense, if there's nothing to like, if there's no like two dual things or separation in any form, then there's nothing that actually could like define what that that single thing is because there's no boundary. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no boundary enough. Thus, if there's no boundary, then there's nothing to compare it to. So that is like that absolute source that is so fundamental to everything that you can't touch it or see it or feel it like there's nothing that could possibly like like grab a hold of that but yet it's actually so real like it's so clear especially you know like going in that meditation which yeah like happens a lot a lot often these days but i still find myself having to like go into it at times um but it's just so clear like everything is just the same source everything is made and manifested from the same source so like if that's the case then there, there's literally like there's nothing to even conceive of anything like you know it's just like everything you see is this is just this the same source manifesting itself and then like that's what it was like four years ago when rasa ended and, and like i came to that clarity and i'm like oh yeah like it, it does make sense but then there was many waves of integration that came after that where it was just like further put coming into the heart that's what i felt like a deep compassion you know, like I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, where I like go to the grocery store and I'm just like looking at everyone. I'm like, oh, everyone's just fucking source and like if they're just doing the best they can and fucking love everyone. You know what I mean? Because you can't like from that vantage point, the the only thing could be that like love and compassion, even for like the greatest of some demon or you know like the powers that be or you know I don't know all the shit going on in this universe. Like it, everything it's just still conceived as that because it, it couldn't be anything else but that right so so that like that is so freeing like it's so mind-blowingly freeing because you know everything just kind of like washes away so you know what i mean like all the all the things that we think we got to do or like i don't know like covid lockdowns you know what's the timelines like all that kind of stuff it's just not even it, it nothing is even really uh, considered you know from that from that vantage point because in my experience yeah like it becomes this like i was telling like kind of like paralysis of this like uh so it's not it's not a blown out blissfulness it's just like a subtle like love peace bliss that remains you so know? yeah that's totally i love it but um so i feel like my experience of this thing right like when i hear you say things and when we're when we're conversing over text or whatever, sometimes you'll say things like, you know, funny things like you're just like in a in a bliss coma or something. And naturally, as as a partial human, at least, I compare your experience to what I believe mine is. And 
I start to feel like, um, you know, there's got to be some way to deepen into my uh, whatever you want to call it, awareness of, of self or, and when you, when I start trying to do that, it's kind of like just this strange territory. And I, what, what prevents someone from experiencing that? Because when you're taking away like subject and object and person, really what is there, what is the fuel source to arrive at that destination? Like, is it just like a, a will to know the truth? Is it, is it surrender? Is it grace? Like, um, what prevents somebody from, from realizing that? And, you know, I guess there's a bunch of things you could talk about. Like there's a dude here that's really big on trauma work and everything or mm. things that reinforce the individualized identity. But even if you're just talking to me, like what am I to do to, to attempt to deepen into this? Yeah, that's a big question. Well, you mentioned three things like wills. Uh, I think you said will surrender and, um, grace great and to be honest those three things are like very all very key and very clear you know because it's like okay the will is the 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 energy or that movement to, to continue practicing you know to continue like deepening in knowledge and wisdom you know um to continue like upholding righteousness and like the golden rule and like and all the things that kind of like got you to where you are it doesn't mean like you may uh, always go back to those specific things but like that energy doesn't like stop right I feel like it well it kind of does and it doesn't you know I was having a conversation with um uh, Frank being like Frank Yang I don't know I think I've told you about him or he was on Instagram and you know he was claiming he had you know come to and arrived at the you know arhat or the absolute state and Buddhism from the Buddhist path and you know what I was when we were conversing I was telling him um, this initial phase that he's been in after the, you know, six, nine months after I was telling him that was kind of like what I felt like was the honeymoon because after Rasa and, you know, LLC 1000, whatever, I felt like there was a huge honeymoon where I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, there's nothing I need to do, you know? So mm -hmm. there was that kind of, and I, I don't know how your experience was that I forget how it was for you, but it was like, yeah, like I stopped reading, I stopped practicing, I stopped doing any meditation, um, you know, like all that kind of stopped. And, and it still continued, like the realization didn't, didn't stop, like it was just there. And it was so clear, so plain as day. But then, but then at the same time, you know, like, I mean, you were with me for that time, like, I wasn't always like the nicest fellow, let's say, or, um, you know, like, we, we built up that center. And I certainly I felt like I made like, you know, potential mistakes or things that weren't always aligned in that regard. Maybe like, from a perspective of the human design, you know, when I look at human design, there was many aspects that I wasn't fully living or I, I hadn't understood about my design and how to live in, you know, alignment. Um, obviously, I went through the, the fasting process, you know, in that period, you know, like there was so many different like, you know, um, kind of components to that, um, you know, relationship with with uh, you actually was like a, a huge heart opener because I learned so much about like the gentleness and the softness and that, that aspect of myself that I knew you know, was there, but it was very like wounded or blocked or, you know, whatever, um, you know, the celibacy movement of sexual energy and, you know, partners in that period of, of, of heart opening and the female presence, which also like, you know, contributed to that, which I think just overall is a theme of relationships, I think is probably one of the biggest topics with trauma work, like post awakening, right? Because I know, I know for me, and I'm sure you too, it's like that, that one was probably where like, so much of the progress came because really when i'm speaking to this like paralysis of love bliss the where i experience it is like usually directly in my heart and i'll go into this in a minute like just the, the various points but mainly the heart and mainly like a deep compassion for everyone and every living being like that's that's how i experience it so i didn't have that as much before i knew i had it like early in my life like maybe pre like 10 years old like, I remember I used to watch movies that just cry because I could feel their pain and shit like that, you know, but I didn't have that from like 10 to like, almost like 28, 29, like it was just slowly starting to like come back, right? So, so, so that I felt like, you know, I mean, it, with Rasa, they talk about the breaks are off. So like that process maybe is just part of the integration naturally. But at the same time, like I've spoken to this, how I don't, I haven't always seen that happen for all other enlightened beings. I don't, you know, I, I, I don't always see that 
heart integration occur. And that's why you get people like Genghis Khan or like, you know, um, just other gurus that go into like weird kind of things or, or tangents, right? Because it's like that heart integration didn't happen. So that's a really interesting thing. I guess you'd have to ask them too, because it's like a product of uh, karma, a product of, um, you know, trauma work. But to be honest, like probably one of the more transformative components to all this was like the diving into like the KS work and like really getting into like all the different activations and learning that knowledge. Because, you know, like to me, I feel like that's one of the core missing pieces with a lot of the other like traditional on dual or other awakening paths, right? Not to say that they're, you know, incomplete, but, you know, um, so, so that's there. But one thing that too, like I'll just cover too, and we can go into other things, but I was speak, I've been writing about this a lot because I've been, I've been going through this, this, the series of these activations in myself that chaos has been important in trying to like understand, but it does come from more of the traditional Taoist perspective because in the Taoist tradition, they have um, lower Dantian, middle Dantian, upper Dantian, right? So that does relate kind of the chakras. And then even when you look at the chaos work, those three points do relate to like a bunch of other points, especially in the lower region, there's like a bunch of points like the Da A center, um, the, the, the raw center, uh, the tailbone, you know, like the, the, the seed atom in the tailbone. So there's a bunch of like different points there. You know, then you have the Karaneda seal, heart chakra, Azure, you know, like there's a kind of like an amalgamation of points here. And then you have the brain centers and like the multiple other chakras that, you know, most seven chakra systems don't talk about. So that's where I'm like, I'm not hundred percent sure, like what's always being activated. Like recently I've been, act, I've been asking myself like, okay, like, is this the Dantian or is this something else like from a Kalonic science reference that I don't really even know is there kind of thing. Right. So that's another topic, but if we were to just use like three Dantians, cause that, that is a traditional like topic. I, I felt the progressive activation of these three main regions over the course of like post post like absolute awakening, whatever, where um, they didn't all happen in the same sequence, but like the heart was definitely like the main one. And, and that one opened that kind of like deep compassion and that love. So like I said, relationships was probably the biggest one that that was there, like all the healing and relationships, just like acting with more integrity, like more compassion, more understanding, like as a practice, you know, like literally like reflecting, okay, like, am I being understanding with this person, you know, like, am I like that type of like active, you know what I mean? So that is a, that is a direct, like, this is what can be done kind of thing, you know? Um, so that's, that's there. Then the gut in the lower dentin, um, that felt that I, I told you, I think about this before, but that's felt like the ecstatic ball kind of thing. Right. Um, and I thought it was because of the fasting and clearing up the digestive system. And I definitely think that's like a key part of it, but it, it's definitely like a mix of that. Um, and also like the sexual energy element, you know, like being celibate for almost a year, um, not, and not necessarily just because being celibate, but like the semen retention and like being able to move the energy. I felt like that was like a key component to activating that, but that I felt, I feel way more often. And even if I eat, even if I eat, because before I'm like, oh, if I eat, it's going to go away. Cause, and, and then it would, cause I was like, kind of like feeding into that. But I realize now, like, even if I eat, it can, it'll still be there. It just may be a little dimmer but it'll still be pretty strong. And then past few months, I've been really focused on like the head center um, because I'm like, okay, um, say I have like an orgasm or I think of like psychedelic experiences of the past. The brain was generally the one that was the most like, like pleasureful. And I, and I had like the full brain activation, you know, where like I felt like I'd have like a halo around my head and I could like, you know, compute shit like in limitless or, you know, those types of experiences from back in the day. But I hadn't had that like as much like over the past few years, at least to the same like, I wouldn't say like need to have that in same intensity, but like a consistent feeling of like clarity and blissfulness in the head. So that's been more of the focus and it's been happening a lot more. So I feel, I've, I've been feeling that where like there's been an openness and clarity. Um, and that could be something as simple as like not going on social media too much or like not being around like 5G shit or um you know, just being very cognizant of my thoughts and like any energy I'm putting into certain things and like catching it before I go down too far, like down a, a rabbit hole or something like that, you know, which could relate to open head centers of human design and, and different things. But, but those three, like focusing on those three energies with those, like those types of practices for each have been pretty like important, 
you know, to feeling that consistent, like movement of, of, um, uh, of, of blissfulness, you know, and I, oh, the other thing too, I would say that I've just, uh, it's like, I, re- I get reminded of this all the time. And I'm, I feel like you can hundred percent relate to this or maybe like 99, I don't know. Um, but, um, but as music, like devotional, like music and like frequency of like just sounds and like to me, like that's probably one of the quickest ways I get back into the 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 kind of heartless um, or heart piece uh, kind of s- space, right? Where like if if I I feel like something's like um, just like my energy is getting a bit off on something. I don't know. Maybe I'm sitting too long, or like my body's getting weird, or um, you know, I just got a headache or something like that. Um, if I go to the music, I find the music is probably one of the quickest things that that brings me. Um, brings me back to 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 that uh and also conversations you know like it's more just like the higher force higher movement of that creative energy right so um those are some initial things but like just thinking about it now you know it's it, a lot of the the semen retention elements has to be coupled with like the movement of the energy in some form so like intimacy of conversations and like connecting with people or like music uh for me it's like writing just sitting and writing but the, the movement of the energy is really important, you know, because there's so much of it now, like there always was a lot of it, but now it's like, it's so much more than ever before. So, so it's like, it's almost like if it, even just like a few, like a, a few minutes or like, you know, say like 20, 30 minutes of like kind of getting stagnant, it, it gets, it, it's felt like way more because it's like, well, there's so much energy to move, you know? Um, so, Yeah. So that was a lot of things, but that, that's kind of like some of the things that have been percolating over the past like year, especially, you know? Wow. Yeah. So just collect, collect all of that for a sec. Yeah. There's a couple things that you touched on. Um, just off, not in any like chronological order, but one thing I noticed about Rasa for sure is I remember thinking to myself, like after it was done, like I didn't know that there was even the potentiality to feel that good in my heart until after Rasa was done. Like, and that's still, I always say like, you, there's kind of just like this, this like trigger switch in my consciousness where I can just choose to like put my consciousness in my heart and there's not even necessarily any like um, direct qualities or thoughts associated with getting there. It's just like a thinking, my thinking mind into my, my heart. And obviously like it's compassion and, and those things, but I'm not even like thinking about that. It's just like all, all kind of thoughts that are, or feelings that aren't of like that kind of just peaceful contentment. Uh, just go away and then I feel like a nice little bliss but it's pretty localized in my heart region yeah um me too I I haven't felt too much like um I'd say like the head center is next in line for like the most activity and even that's that's kind of sparse sometimes you know mm-hmm. it just activates and happens but lower down chan I, I normally I don't know I don't feel a lot of bliss in my lower down chan and I've been thinking about that on and off for a while, just because, you know, I mean, you know me, I, I do have my creative practices. So, you know, I, I thought I would have nailed it by now. But, um, but anyways, yeah. that's, that's not even really what I want to, what I want to go into. What I want to go into is kind of reel it back because I wanted to kind of stay at least somewhat focused on like this whole concept of the absolute and how it can be like integrated and related to all the other aspects of life and so in your last kind of uh moments of speaking there you touched on a lot of things a lot of like experiences and phenomena right and so like i don't know you're there's no subject or there's no object and you're and you're kind of doing your best to rest in this place and i mean you're still a human being and i guess that's why we reference things like human design because you still you know have to make decisions and phenomena and experience doesn't stop so you're still um you know experiencing 
as a human being and you have decisions you can make and, and things you want to invest your energy to and, and, and those types of things. And I guess specifically, we'll just start with like the whole KS thing and, and how you feel that all relates because I've noticed a lot of confusion in my mind lately about it all. And I guess this is something that you'll probably be able to touch on too. A lot of people around me are um, obviously using psychedelics and I'm being invited to ceremonies relatively often. And um, I've, I've also, just to kind of be like balanced with it, I've noticed like, yeah, I've actually received quite a bit of conditioning that this is bad. And that's been affecting me equally as much as like thinking it was good. Um, like just through KS and through spending my time with you, I took on this imprint that like these things that are like demonic wastes of time, essentially, um, which I don't authentically feel like is, is the direct truth. Although I can definitely see where there's a lot of room for just like an indirect path or, um, you know, distracting by all of the crazy phenomena that's going on. But Rupert, Rupert was talking about how, yeah, he was, this guy was asking him if he should do LSD and Rupert was pretty much like, well, you can do it if you want. It won't bring you closer to yourself is something that he said, but you'll be able to experience a broader spectrum of the mind. Mm. And uh, I don't know, I thought that was interesting because a lot of people claim, you know, that these, these medicines or whatever, they put you in touch with yourself. And then also what I've noticed is kind of in line with the whole KS thing is like when I step into a teepee or whatever, and like last time I did peyote or whatever, it's like stepping into like this incredibly vast mystery school while you're extremely like high <laughs> and you have a limited time in there. Nobody's like talking about like the potentialities of what your consciousness can do. Cause there's, you know, some of the people you're doing it with, they could, you know, really, they don't really know what even, you know, they're just doing the ceremony like the tradition taught them. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the psychedelics and then the chaos and multidimensional abilities and things that you can attain, uh, abilities or cities that you can attain and how that relates and how maybe you work with that kind of process internally about having this eternal state that you've always been where there's not really necessarily any seeking or effort at a certain point it's just kind of like this dissolution and then also like attaining things from the perspective of you being this individualized consciousness that can invest your energy in certain areas of your being and, and activate certain things like how does that all work in your mind mm. yeah yeah a lot of stuff there uh, good stuff i mean well, going back to like something you reflected on and right after I shared, which was like the heart space and just like um, returning to that kind of, you know, I guess what got us there, you know, like that, the, the clarity of the non-dual self-inquiry or uh, heart-focused kind of um, who am I type of uh, meditation. That to me is really like the fundamental core, which I really always come back to because, you know, even when we're looking at like chaotic science or something like that, um, it's like, yeah, there's all these different methods, all these different techniques, and sometimes it can be confusing which one to work with or not. But, you know, even even in those teachings, like whether some advanced students or Yesha or, or whoever, you know, they've talked about like how at a certain stage that all kind of changes, right? Where you 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 re, you remember the fact of your that you are this eternal energy and and you're structured in many different forms, but you are this entire energetic template. So to need one particular like meditation or technique or that like this is where it really becomes more of like a dance like more of like an art you know where um there is no real specific technique that you have to use particularly because um not that you transcended it because you definitely can use you know these different techniques but it's like the 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 the, the intelligence of source is now taken over right so that's kind of how i experience self-inquiry now where like the moment i go into that like I'm given like exactly what I'm needed in that moment. Like I'll have like a very quick, like very, even just subtle, maybe like epiphany or something to explore, or it's just drop everything, you know, like there's nothing you need to focus on right now. Just drop into yourself. And as I do that, like exactly like you're saying, like the heart just expands and it's not really like 
bliss is an interesting term because a lot of people use bliss and then it's like this constant seeking of bliss you know and i think mm-hmm. that's kind of the energy behind like the psychedelic movement um is is like there's there's something uh potentially not so okay here so then the psychedelics is like that promise just like a meditation could be just like a breathwork ceremony just like anything it's like something to like make this better but when you come to that like self-inquiry space to me like there's there's sometimes maybe like a gateway of like a couple minutes or something where i'm like yeah like i'm not feeling so great or like you know i have, I have a headache or you know whatever <laughs> yeah. but like as soon as you like pop through that window it's like back to everything is just perfect as can be you know or or whatever i'm needed whatever i'm needing or whatever i'm having to learn or whatever is is now the present topic of my current experience um that's just revealed you know like that's brought like right to the surface and and it's so quick like processing i was having this discussion with someone recently you know like because you know like that method that i taught for years now of like energy healing and like looking at the thing whatever it's just like a glorified self-inquiry technique technically but it's just like a laser surgery on particular subjects but technically like that's always what i come back to all the time i do that every day because there's always kind of something you know like that that may arise whether it's really subtle or whether it's something more more challenging or whatever like that's all just still kind of like there it's just that um it processes so quickly like there's nothing to even really like say about things like nothing is dramatic you know it's not like this long thing i gotta like talk about and you know it's just kind of whatever right um so so i think that's that's the key it's like the speed of everything is so much faster so so the way i look at like like manifestation of any particular thing you know whether it's like it's like you're saying like a city or um you know, like, a, I don't know, a relationship or money or like, whatever, it's, it's just simply a product of focus. Like, that's all it is. Because if you are now remembering yourself as source, so everything you focus on, or everything your your individual will moves into is moving backed by source, you know what I mean? Like, it's moving with the power of source. Um, then it's really just a product of focus. It's not that like you're going to instantly manifest because I, I, we're not at that stage yet. And um, although like it does feel sometimes instant, like especially sometimes like things that don't require so much like physical building or whatever, like um, I, I'm, I really am seeing like the speed element. It, it, it very much is like almost instantaneous. But then like with that comes like the responsibility, right? Of like, where is your focus? And that's, that's where I've uh, been like just catching myself recently you know like even just like the inputs of social media or just other people's like opinions and shit like that it's like you see how how much that can affect you because if you don't have like a clear um grasp on your focus then all that stuff you're taking in and you're kind of subconsciously like like putting energy into those focuses and it's manifesting you and you you may not even know like how powerful you really are in that sense right so i feel like that's a that's really something like okay coming to the absolute knowing of that of yourself is is like essentially step one really but it's like okay you come to that and then you realize well yeah anything i focus on i can manifest it's like infinite possibilities right um and so then i guess what what happens with that is like and i think this is where like the ks piece comes in is is if you focus on something and you're seeing like there's still some challenge there to manifest not necessarily you're feeling much challenge but it's like it's not instantaneous it's not just happening out of the blue well th- there's could be different layers to why that is you know and i think that's where the kaolonic science system brings a whole new paradigm of perspective of how how vast we really are like how vast is our energy body and all the different distortions we've taken in over the many years and how those things may s- still very very much require like certain focus and time to, to take care of and, and deepen into and deal with, right? That may not always be covered in the typical like non-dual absolute, you know, type of um, kind of uh, enlightenment uh, con- concepts because like we've talked about a bit, it's like LOC 1000, absolute enlightenment. Um, it's, it's, I don't see that as the end. I don't like, it's not, a, it's not the end at all. Like it's a new beginning, but I think it's a new beginning of some, like whole new ball game, like a whole new, level of 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 exploration right and um so like you know when you look at the the psychedelics and stuff it's like yeah sure i mean i guess 
on some level there could be like benefit or there could be um you know um there, there could be something like that that kind of still manifests as healing or further integration or something from with those tools at the same time though like i still i i personally am aren't like i'm not interested just because like i i continue to see like the power of the things that i can do just with myself and the bot and and my body you know and and what i have accessible and that's what everything has always pointed me to, whether it was like the fasting or the urine therapy or, you know, the tantric, like the sexual work and like the, the semen retention, celibacy, you know, um, the chaos work is all, I mean, of course, it's stuff that's been gifted to us and there's techniques and methods that I wouldn't really know if I didn't have it, but it's still just like my own faculties that I'm, that I'm kind of using. Right. So I do feel like it's actually, it's, it's, it seems like the slower path, but it's not because in the end, whatever that means, you know, you're, 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 you're building up the frequency in such a way, you know, that strengthens you for the long term. you know, that, um, that that's all you like essentially. But the funny thing is, I guess, from the non-dual, like typical non-dual perspective is everything is you anyway. So when you're using the LSD or the psychedelic or whatever, then yeah, very much so it is like, if, if you see it as yourself, then how could it really like do you harm in, in the ways that maybe is described, you know, from potentially like a more fear based stance, like whether that's in the chaos community or in other in other works. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm not you know, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I don't have like a I don't have a black or white perspective on it as much. You know, I think it's like something that has to be explored. Right. Like for like with with for each of us. Um, I just, I do put my, my kind of trust in what I continue to be revealed, like through my own experience already, but like, you know, through a lot of these, like various teachings, the chaos stuff, or, you know, some of my past teachers that usually pointed away from it. And, and I saw why I saw why the hard way, like in my own journey, um, and as much as it was at a different stage, it could certainly be different now. Like if I, you know, I went back and explored, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a vast kind of space, but coming back to like the core of the question, you know, like, or the just topic, which was like, yeah, what are, what, what are we doing when, we, when we're manifesting things or cities or whatever? I just see it as a product of focus. Like for me now, it's like, that's, that's, I guess what the trust keeps coming back to is like, just because I'm in the space doesn't mean like I have full awareness of exactly how my life's going to play out. And like, you know what I mean? Like, all the abilities to like deal with anything and like all that shit like that's that's not necessarily the case however it, it is in the sense that if you are in trust that everything now from this space is god then everything that you need is going to be revealing itself in the in the correct timing you know so it's more of a product of just really like deep listening and like hearing like what is reality or the the what is the reflection revealing to you about your focus that's a, that's probably the best way to put it, you know, like what is, what's being presented revealing about what, what I'm, what I'm focusing on, you know, and that, that I feel like is what's like clear, clear as day, like, like more than ever right now. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice little, uh, contemplation there. I mean, it's just, it seems like a, a natural part of, of anyone's mind when, you know, you start catching wind that there's, uh, there's no one else around, <laughs> you know, it's just, you're always kind of just looking at things from different angles. And I mean, yeah. So like in my household, I have these, uh, well, one of them just left to Costa Rica. So now there's just uh, another person here. It's just me and him. I just met him recently. He was a friend of the person I was staying with. And not to get any into anything like whatever, but I noticed these qualities in these people, like just very, um, you know, I'm around a lot of like real uh, space cadet kind of people. And not even in like, not even a derogatory way or anything like, um, you know, obviously they're, they're maintaining their physical life, and, you know, they're grounded to whatever degree. And recently I've really started to like, 
question like why why am i around all these people like why am i attracting these people that when i'm in their presence i have such a feeling of like i'm i'm like i feel a little bit obtuse in my mind like am i like am i um am i so kind of ignorant to some of the magic that's accessible within my being that i'm like attracting all of these very strange and very almost like flamboyant and downright hilarious at that time <laughs> reflections of like you know uh channelers and 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 you know people just like feeling so you know i don't know if it's authentic but like they go through these intense waves of excitement and and, and you know and importance and and activation and and everybody's like you know there's always an activation every day it's it's like literally my roommate <laughs> her name's robin and she would like come into my room like every day and be like jack everything's different now i'm totally a new person and like it's because of this gene key and the seven sacred seals and you know they'd have the reasons or whatever but ultimately in like integrity of myself i'm wondering like why am i attracting this and then maybe coupled with this kind of experience of, of being around these people like sometimes sometimes i do have like very piercing and sharp clarity and it kind of aligns with a lot of the things you said about focus and uh yeah i had a moment recently where i kind of just caught wind of it was when miracle left and so i've been on my own in hawaii and i was thinking about all of the connections and the reflections at large of the community and there's this movement towards sovereignty and the times we're in and my involvement in cryptocurrency and i'm like okay like i see what i'm doing like, you know i i understand what i'm cultivating here um and maybe that is a good reminder to like just reflect on the focus piece because there's been a whole bunch of waves since those moments but when i when i said earlier like i sometimes feel like my mind is obtuse like when i think about this whole non-dual thing sometimes and and i start to rest in that state place it's almost embarrassing to say in a way, but I just feel like completely inundated in even being a human sometimes. And, you know, it comes and goes, like sometimes it is much easier and making decisions is natural and simple. But like, I do find my, my mind in like in this place sometimes where it's like, well, like, what do I, how, what, <laughs> like, am I just supposed to like, you know, I kind of go through this, this, purposeless phase and this this meaningless and like every action that i do is is inherently meaningless although it has some relative purpose but um and this is i guess turning into a bit of a rant but you know uh, <sighs> definitely relevant though i feel like it's funny coming after the psychedelic question you know because it's like when i look at my phase of psychedelics that's what my life was I remember it like I remember it so clearly, like with my old, you know, with well, with Raina and then my old, you know, business partner and friend uh, Mike, and it was just it was kind of like this like never-ending movie scene, you know, where like <laughs> where like everything felt just like the next scene in the movie, you know, and 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 people would think like, oh, that's like sounds so great, and it it does, but it's it, it's like an addiction, right? Because it, you it has to keep going, so there has to always be like the next best thing right so it was kind of like i remember it like it would it, it would almost be like every time like mike came home or like every time i come home it, it'd be the, the next story you know like oh guess what like you know what I mean? and it, it builds up right it just gets more layered and <laughs> just all the time it was never it just never ended right so and then when i stopped using i would i would slowly start to fall off the wagon so-called you know i would slowly start to fall off the wagon and I, I would feel myself just falling into this like pit of like despair and anxiety and i'd start waking up and i wouldn't want to wake up in the morning i would want to just keep dreaming or um you know i'd be in my bed filled with, like it was just it was so bad because my body was so overwhelmed from all that energy couldn't handle it right and and it was so drained so i would go through like this period of like just depression for like three six months or whatever and then i would then i would go back and the first hit, I would take like one hit or something, marijuana or whatever. And then it was, it was literally like, yeah, yeah. You go back into this thread 
You know what I mean? Like this thread where everything is interconnected and you see, you see everything. It's, it's like the high consciousness, right? And it's so blissful and all that. So I'm like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that would go. And then that would go for like months on end and it would, the same thing would happen. And, and that went on for years before it ended. Right. And, um, and so, so I, I know exactly what, I know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to that. And, uh, and so like when I, when I look at my experience now and how like deeply consistent and fulfilling um, it's been, not to say it's not, it's not um, without like those moments you're talking about, you know, where it's like, kind of just like, yeah, what the hell, like, how do I even, how do I even deal with like something right now? Or not, I, I, I'm usually not lost at how to deal with something. It's more like, um, yeah, like there, there is actual silence in the mind or the, or the heart is like filled or, you know, like, or um, there, it's just so clear, but there's no like clear, like epic action. And I think that's part of the healing I'm still um, going through is like, I was saying this recently, recently someone like my outer life could look like any normal person. Like there's nothing about my outer life that really is that spectacular at all like most people look at my life like what like he sleeps on the floor you know doesn't eat or like you know like it's just so it's I, I find it so like just uh, mundane compared to like previous times in my experience running businesses like doing all the shit whatever um but inwardly it's just like a whole you like it's endless it's eternal like there's no there's no there's no end to what's going on even though inwardly I still have like normal human thoughts or whatever obviously but again it's just a product of focus if i want to focus on like traveling somewhere or going into my consciousness or trying to like piece together i don't know past life stuff or whatever is interesting to me at any one point in time that can be done right um so so it's so interesting like that 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 um paradigm shift because outwardly there, there's nothing like i'm not i'm not as much going for this like epic like i gotta like you know all these epic things are happening all the time and like you know what i mean it's it's not that but it's way more than it's ever been like in regards to like activations or you know whatever it's just not it's not seen in the same way it's not like this dramatic big thing because it's happening all the time right and like i don't know anytime i've looked at anyone who i've, I've viewed as masterful at something they, they didn't really see anything about their mastery, you know, like, it's not, it's not like they're out there, like, oh, like, thinking their mastery is a big deal, because they've spent so much time mastering it, that it's like second nature, it's like walking or something, you know, so that's, that's where I feel like the, the real, like, telltale sign in, in where we're at on the path is, like, do we see ourselves as a big deal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like the happenings in our life as a big deal. Like all that stuff seems so minuscule when you actually like taste, yeah, whether it's like absolute or or the eternal like the eternal self. Because, you know, it's kind of like the example I gave about, you know, like Chris Christina or whatever, talk about like eight hundred thousand years ago on Mars or something like this. And then all of a sudden, like all your your hopes and dreams and fears about the next like couple of years is just like dismantled in an instant <laughs> because you're like, Oh yeah, it's so, it's so minuscule. Not that you don't live it out and don't live it out purposefully, but it's, it's not, it's just not, it's, 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 it's like, you know? So, so yeah. So, I mean, it obviously doesn't answer the question about why you attract those people, but like, that's kind of like from my experience, you know, of like, um, yeah, like that's, that's like kind of where it's been. Right. And, and I kind of, I, I had to move through that phase too, like in my reflections where like I was around, you know, those people, I think actually at the start of the Awaken Center was kind of like that. There was some people around that were kind of in that, that's kind of like scenario. Um, and, and, you know, it comes and goes, but I don't, I don't deal with it as much anymore, mainly because I don't, it's like, it's just, yeah, I'm just like, wow, like that's, <laughs> It's a lot. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to deal with uh, a living scenario with you know that type of energy too much. But um, but I see it often. You see it on social media everywhere. It's such a theme. You know what I mean? Like people have. Yeah. It's that kind of. It's not just psychedelic culture. It's everywhere in the spiritual scene because it's it, it is bliss chasing. And you know, 
um christina talked about this recently where she was like just reading encryption she was, she was talking about the difference between like peace like a bliss like chasing bliss versus just like a, a real like consistent peace and i definitely started to notice that difference you know a couple of years ago and more recently it's been way more clear because that that bliss chasing kind of continues to push the pendulum all the time right so you're bound to have the lows because you're there's still kind of like a, a, a needing to have the kind of you know so I, I was actually exploring this the past a couple of days it was just like coming to me uh, again about you know just the topic of like devotion and um like how we treat uh if, if everything is God, everything is the source or the absolute, then how we treat everything is a, is a reflection of how much we really know that, you know what I mean? Like if, if everything is God, every, everything is the source, then how you treat every moment or everything or every being, um, like how, what would that look like? You know what I mean? Like treating it like compassionately and gently, like with deep humility and respect and I don't know, a calmness or an understanding it's, it's like there's so many elements there of like how how would you show up to meet you know the, the 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 absolute source of all like if it was in you know say a human being form or something i don't know that's usually the most like graspable experience but from that lens it kind of like it's just everything shifts because you, the way that you're showing up to meet the absolute in all your moments, like you're, you would always want to be like tip top, like on point, you know, like in a, in a very like uh, deep devotional type of way. And I feel like that, like just holding that type of, it's not like holding that intention all the time, but that reminder, oh man, that, that, that like continue, that brings like endless healing. I don't think there's ever an end to be honest in that, like with that type of like, um, contemplation because you're you're just constantly like refining yourself you know refining how you're you're living how you're engaging how you're experiencing like in every way and then then the reflection also does the same like it just it presents that you know back to us or whatever so that's that's a that's i guess the most practical thing i could say to like post absolute like awakening or realization or, or whatever and that's kind of how I I've been bridging the gaps with the chaos world because you know chaos doesn't use absolute lingo their their idea of like final enlightenment there's no such thing as final enlightenment really like you, they talk about like you know um, Adashi return and you know these types of like uh, full Christ star like full Christ star Adashi return awakenings that kind of thing and like returning back and you know going through the cycles again or whatever I guess that could be pretty close but it's 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 not the way that it's described in the more Advaita non-dual world. Far more complex, but same same principles, I guess. Um, but the most fundamental, to be honest, like as much as everyone talks about all these techniques and whether you do plasmas or this or the new teachings, old teachings, you know, like all the it really does come back to like the you know attitudes of mastery, responsibilities, the shield of Kale, which is like that shield that has like you know. Um, uh, all the, the virtues right the the all the virtues and like each of the descriptions of those virtues like you could literally just meditate on each of them for a lifetime and you i don't i don't even think you'd you know be able to master all of them because they're just they're so in they're so deep all of those like to, to really understand all those different principles and like live them in, in every way um so that that to me I, like that's what's really practical like what i what i've been coming back to a lot like it's kind of like this it's like an ongoing self audit right okay. that's kind of how i see it and those each relate to like the chakras because those virtues are, are encoded within the chakras so if you have imbalances with the chakras in, in any way um which can which can be the case for someone who's who's absolutely awakened like from typical non-dual that would just be their process of post-integration like you and i are going through you know that's how i see it Right. So if there's like imbalance in higher chakras or low chakras or middle, like whatever, like that's just going to make itself known like way, way more profoundly um, from from this post kind of awakened uh, uh, lens. And then how someone deals with that or wants to integrate with that, you know, that could be a whole that's a whole other can of worms technically. Right. But but essentially it would happen way faster, in my view, because 
well, you're, you're the source now. So <laughs> you've always been it, but now you see it. So now then the healing can just happen like miracle healing almost, you know, at times, I guess, in combination with, yeah, KS technologies or whatever other tools you're using. But, but yeah, that's an interesting topic to me, you know, and the trauma stuff and all that, because yeah, that, cause again, that's where I see the Kalonic science stuff to be very important because it brings a level of depth or a level of understanding of the healing process that nothing else I've seen covers, right? And it's the reason why you could have an absolute being who could still be like a Genghis Khan or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? So th that that's kind of where we're at. But I think, you know, that's just, that's, that's kind of like common lingo in the new age, like the embodiment, the awakening of the feminine, you know, it's like, it's like recognizing like the, the physical form has to be healed too. Right. So it's kind of, yeah, it's all, um, yeah, it's all important. It's all together, but yeah, I know <laughs> that was funny. Though. The space cadets. <laughs> oh man. I, you know, I mean, I still see it in myself in small tendencies, you know, like talking to people like friends once in a while, it's not often, but sometimes I'll see it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's not it. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I find I, I find like the the conspiracy world is very much like that too. It's just another form, right? You know? right. And that's why they're very much intertwined. I find like the like the um, psychedelic worlds, conspiracy worlds, all that. It's like anytime I I find myself in that conspiracy type mode, it just doesn't. None nothing about it feels right. Nothing about it at all. Cause I'm like, like, what am I even saying here? Like, who am I trying to convince of anything right now? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like this, like energy or like, it, it's, it's, it's addictive, right? It's that same kind of like addictive, um, you know, kind of pattern or whatever. Right. So I'm trying to, trying to encourage critical thinking. Like, hey, did you know, did you ever, did you ever consider this? totally well the funny thing is is like when i refer to the conspiracy vibe like it's a it's a particular vibe like if i'm speaking to like true histories or you know like i don't know certain race lines or whatever like i, I feel like i can speak about it in a way that's like it's it's like a history lesson more so you know it's like a descriptive like conversation versus when you get into that kind of mode where you're like you're just trying to like fuel the fire with something you know and and and, and it's sensationalized and, yeah you know or you see something on social media and it sparks something but you didn't actually go and look into it a little bit you know to see like what is that what's actually happening there so yeah that's kind of that's that's interesting and then again like that that relates to like like the synchronicity you see a synchronicity you immediately draw a connection you think oh that's it but then like if you rest in it for a little longer like maybe it's not maybe that's not exactly it you know what i mean um so it's just yeah it's something to always be like cognizant of i guess <laughs> but it's a funny space to be and even right now you know like like you're saying like we were both talking about like places to go or you know how do we set ourselves up in this next little while um like that's all I think it's it's all just relevant practical conversations but as soon as it like turns into something you know like it's this topic mm -hmm. that's where I, that's where instantly I'm, I'm I'm like becoming way quicker at catching those those little trends you know like as soon as like say you're contemplating going to this place and then there's like this like great story behind it like you I mean i'm gonna go there and like you know there's all this epic shit i can do or, or i'll be recognized or, or what do you mean yeah it's it's more i mean it's really just typical like open head center stuff you know like the mind starts right. getting like really like wanting to know the unknown wanting to have certainty you know asking a lot of questions about it really considering justifying rationalizing a bunch of different like options you know all that mm -hmm. i'm like Oh, what is that even? What what is that doing? When has that ever worked? <laughs> when when has it ever brought any more clarity? It hasn't. And um, 
and it's a big ride. I mean, uh, to be honest, like I was considering this the other day. I'm like, pretty much the large portion of what I've done in my life that's had any sort of like um, significance or what I thought was significant was in many ways fueled by not self behavior or, 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 or conditioning, you know? So like to live or to start living or to continue to live in a way where you're living from a place of, of, of healing, a place of clarity, a place where not letting those like from human design, the, the, the centers really influence all that shit. That's like a whole new territory. You know what I mean? Like in some form I'm, I'm recognizing it's been happening for a few years now, but it does still feel new on some level, like, and, and unknown and, and like so simple to be honest, like actually so ridiculously simple that the tendency of, of the open head, open Ajna, you know, or the open sacral for me, like those energies of like really going into things um, to then, to then be the, 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 the guide or the leader in decision-making. It's like, Oh boy. Like that's, it's not it. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's just not it, you know? So, um, so yeah, I have found that to be like a particular area of potential challenge recently in the, the kind of dynamics of, yeah, like where to go or, or where to, you know, but it, it always comes back to like, just being where I am, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like coming back to that self inquiry process and all that, because not like always running to meditation, although that is a tendency at times, but more so just like, okay, when I'm in that space and as I'm in that space, everything is clear and there isn't a feeling of urgency or whatever. There's a clarity that something is happening. There's definitely a move occurring or like there's, there's shifts that are guiding in new directions, but not like jumping ahead of the gun, you know, like, or ahead of the, whatever, jumping ahead in steps or in, in, in that regard. That's how I, I'm, I'm seeing it more, you know, and obviously, and, and also just not making it more complex than it needs to be. Like it could be as simple as just like going to camp in the forest for a week and just feeling that out, you know, like that's it. <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah. Because I don't know, even in regards to the dynamic of like Canada right now, you know, everyone's freaking about out about Canada and like wanting everyone's wanting to leave and like all that shit. And I'm like resting in this middle place. I'm like, okay, well, I have no real issue with travel or leaving or going any place. Personally, I don't actually love traveling like crazy. So that's just me. But I'm, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not denying the energy of like going to you say Costa Rica or, you know, someplace not in Canada. But at the same time, I'm also like, um, if this is being driven by, you know, uh, like fear of lockdowns and what's going to happen and like the new world order that's coming to Canada, all that shit. I'm like, that's just not true. Like that's not, that, that, that certainly could happen, but that that's not the truth in my decision-making, you know, like that can't, that's, that's, that's just not going to fly. It's not going to work. Right. So, um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm noticing that energy of like, it always comes back to that quote, like wherever you, wherever you go, there you are, you know? Because when we think of like absolute awakening or source, essentially what we're saying is like, we're stepping outside of time or stepping outside of like any sort of like clear, like anything, yeah. anything. Right. So from that sense, technically what we're, we're, we're speaking to is like infinite possibilities, like quantum reality, right? Like whatever we, whatever we focus on is what's going to manifest. There's no, there's no, there's nothing else. Like there's no, there's no particular like, perfect destiny or perfect exact like thing that has to happen or whatever like, like you're removing the the object of that cause and effect yeah it's it, like there's there's no there's no such thing as fate in a way yeah that's a, that's a good way of putting it you know so I, I, like i still feel i i guess that's kind of like like you say we checked in when we used to check in with bavik or something and it would be like yeah like <laughs> it's not going to change much either way kind of thing when you would give those types of answers right and I feel like that's, that's what I've been coming to in my own way as I've been not resisting, but like really uprooting that feeling to want to go to someone and like, like get them to read. Cause I'm like, I, I was reflecting on this um, and not that I'm against like readings, but like, cause obviously I still explore them past few years, but I'm, I was reflecting. I'm like, 
what can a reading actually give me outside of what I can give myself in my own reading? Because when I have had any sort of form of that recently, or even like using the playing card decks or whatever, all they ever do is just reflect what I already know. Like it's, it's just so clear. Like this is what I'm feeling and the cards just show me what I'm feeling. So again, the object thing is apparent there because it's like, then there's no external object or God that's coming to deliver me from anything. Cause there's nothing to be delivered from. It's, it's already, it's already known. That's, that's kind of like how I've been seeing it. So today I was reflecting, I'm like, wait a minute. What if like the whole process right now is just to like slow down and get like crystal clear not, not, not on like, this is what it needs to look like particularly, but more so like what the, the energy of how I feel like it, 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 it is going to feel like, or like how I'm feeling now. And if I'm feeling like this now, then if I want this to be more consistent or just to continue, um, not to hold to a feeling state, but just like that, you know, uh, absolute kind of heart, heart clarity or whatever, then it, it would just be to focus on that. Because if I just keep focusing on that, and, and how that influences or is influenced by my reality in practical ways, like, I don't know, having juices or being around, you know, like people that I can talk to or connect with intimately or whatever, then that's, that's all that really needs to be like focused on. Because from that, like vantage point, like all the other clarities of where, when, what, whatever, that's just going to make itself known based on my own focus and my creation, not, not as some like, like you're saying like some faded destined path but that's potentially where they merge because then maybe that's they're exactly the same <laughs> you know like you would you would think that like if you're if, if you're coming to the absolute state where you're collapsing all those realities then essentially that's what it is you know it's not so it's 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 literally like being a part of the active participation of of that creation not necessarily in this like manipulative and controlling type of way, but more just like a clarity of focus, you know, and, and directing the, the, you know, I don't know, river or like whatever, I guess, you know, like a flow of consciousness, flow of energy. That's yeah, that, that's what was like coming the past day or so. Um, which like from a human lens is kind of like, could be frightening because you're like, yeah, then there's nothing to rely on but yourself, mm -hmm. right? Like you ultimately have like the power to go and create and do and go in whatever direction, and you know, so, so yeah, that's, that's what I was like coming to because I'm like, 